0: No more counting down the hours more, wishing you were here I stopped believing on my journey Told me
1: be, don't before I call it a day Maybe this will be my year Maybe this will be my year Maybe this will be our year, Lakey. Maybe it will. How are you going, my friend? It's great to be back on the podcast. You've been doing such a stellar job.
0: Thanks, bud. Um, And by our year, I'm assuming you mean the people's team because I've already gone down to the shit house. Um, But yeah, no. Otherwise, I'm real good, mate. How you doing,
1: mate? Not bad, not bad at all. Just um, just finished writing the team's analysis. That's up on the site at the moment, so um, it's good to get that one out of the way. There hasn't been too many changes over the past couple of weeks, but maybe um, tonight or today, there's a few more for us to discuss. So we're going to get straight into that pretty soon talking about all the ins and outs and injury and suspension news as well. But before we get into that, I uh, just want to say is that uh, if you like the podcast and you're enjoying listening to it three times a week now because you've got the Sunday um, solo pod or when you can find someone that can be bothered uh, with JT and then uh, myself, Lakey and JT as well on a Tuesday and then... Uh, Lucky and the Cowboy, again, on Wednesday night. Um, I mean, we've really given the people here what they want. And uh, if you, you do enjoy it, you must if you're listening to it, uh, please subscribe and also leave us a review as well. Love the feedback. So let's move straight into uh, Around the Grounds then, shall we? Lucky, take this away. How did the uh, the contributors to the site fare this week?
0: Well, oh, mate, is it, considering Catfish still doesn't have Teddy, he's doing surprisingly well. He knocked up an 11- Another 1,100, so he's sitting around 5K and pacing the group um, just ahead of you, I believe. You're around
1: 6K. Uh, You're not doing too badly this year, mate, but it's all going to come crumbling down very soon.
0: Well, that's it. This is the week for it to happen, isn't it? So we spoke about that last week. This was the round um, where COVID hit us last time and everyone got the five trades, and I think I said to you guys in a, in a chat that um, it's where I really ruined my season last year, so I'm kind of glad we don't have it this year.
1: What, COVID or the five trades? No, COVID's still around.
0: Five trades, oh, just right. throwing me. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Stiles, he's within the 10K as well. He got another 11.50. JT slightly behind him, 13. Um, <laughs> uh, <500. laughs> um, and then our buy-sell, sell-hold guru, Carlos, spot, slightly behind him, and then a, a little bit further back is me bringing up the tail. So... Um, yeah, that's exactly right, mate. So cheering, I've got to make everybody else feel good about themselves. So I'm happy to do that, play my role. Yeah,
1: well, it's it's not too often that I'm sitting at, at this end of the rankings, mate. So I'll enjoy that for now. And uh, let's when I'm back on in a month's time or something, I'm sure that I'll be sw- uh, switching places with yourself. But uh, who knows what's going to happen. And this is uh, an all-important week. And I know you guys are going to jump into all of the trade discussions tomorrow. And today's is going to be focused in on Uh, All the teams, we're going to jump straight into the injury news. All right, so what do we have happening this week, Leckie, on the uh, injury front? Oh,
0: mate, haven't we been flogged this week? So we've got the big ones, the big two um, that have big question marks over them because of their concussions. Maddo hasn't been named, so the Eels have made the call that his concussion is... um, it's best to just rest him. And considering the history he's had, I think that's the right call. So um, he almost becomes an auto trade out because of that. Um, We don't know how long he's going to be out. I think he got concussed last year and missed three weeks. Um, And then you go back to 2017 or 2018, he missed six weeks because of it. So I think it's best to just sort of move on. Cleary has been named after suffering a HIA um, late in his game, but the Panthers have named him just to give him every chance to play, but it, you know, Considering it's a five-day turnaround, uh, I'd be surprised if he does get up. Um, other concussion news, Jackson Paulo is out. He had a concussion in the Reggies, uh, then got called up to first grade last week and copped another one, the poor bugger. So he's been put in the protocols and um, that's given Josh Mansour a reprieve. But um, so there's a couple of bigger ones that have happened over the last couple of days. Andrew Davia we saw go down on the – uh, the mush That was Brookvale Oval or Lotto Land, if you will. He's done his ACL, uh, so he's looking at to be out for a while. Chanel Harris-Tavita, I know he was a, a pod option for a lot of people coming into the year uh, as a backup or um, halfback or possibly a starting 5'8". So he's got a stress fracture in his foot. He's out 12 weeks after opting to have surgery to fix that up. And the really big one, Raymond Fertilla-Mariner, um, out for – four to five months with a f- broken foot. Um, it's a bit of a, a funny one. I didn't hear much about it, you know, throughout the games or throughout the weekend, but it's popped up today. He's gone for scans and it's not good news. So he's pretty much season done.
1: Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? It's a massive – I think what um, I had uh, at top of the um, of, uh, injuries was injury jingle and obviously we just played the jingle, but it really should be the injury jungle. It's absolutely crazy yeah. out there with everything that's happening, concussion – causing absolute havoc, and then you've just said a few of those real long-term injuries, so quite sad. Those are, have come quite late into the piece. You've also, um, I think there you've got Sam Verrells Burrell, and also um, Telekai, um, who are still a couple of weeks away, um, and noting as well that Turojevic could be back next week, which is some good new- news, and your boy Ponga uh, looks like that he uh, won't be back probably in the next couple of weeks, but round six maybe the more likely round.
0: Well, say so last injury report I saw today was um Ponger back due back around four or five. So if he's not back next week, hopefully it's the week after. Um Knights have sort of just floated through their their floating through their nice, easy start period that we sort of were expecting. Um hopefully can bang up a couple of wins and then get Ponger back before they get into the, the tougher mid season schedule
1: for them. Yeah, well, your mate Barry Tui tweeted today that he thinks he's going to be back in round six. He hasn't started training yet. So um, so I think that's probably likely. They've got a couple of easy games over the next two weeks. Um, and then they, they've got the Titans, which is um, probably going to be more of a challenging uh, contest than what it has in in past couple of years. All right, let's move on to the next part of the show. We're going to now talk about suspensions. Have you been a bad boy? I like that jingle. What do you think?
0: <laughs> yes, Jesus, mate. That's got me going, is
1: not it? <laughs> All right, so we got Flees Cafuzi out for two matches for dangerous contact. That was pretty rough. So he's, he got out. off
0: light, didn't he? Hasn't he got off
1: light? He did. He did. Uh, I know lots of report about it. So um, not quite sure what's going on there, but um, yeah, he's got off uh, just for two matches. Maybe the early guilty plea helped him out there. So that's all Ryan Madison going down with a concussion. Your boy, one of your boys, Phoenix Crossland, out for two match- matches with a crush tackle uh, on David Fusatua. Uh, Jermaine Tunua brown uh, three matches out. Uh, DWZ, he's just been a fantastic buyer for the Bulldogs, hasn't he? Amazing two matches uh, for a high tackle out on uh, also with Nathan Clary, uh, Cleary with that concussion. And then Cole Felt, uh, he's gone for two matches. I... I, I can't remember. I can't remember any time that he's been suspended. Maybe I'm wrong there, but um, could be a bit out of character for for him. So, uh, anything else that we um, that we've missed there, or is that have we covered everything on a, an injury and a suspension front?
0: No, that's about it. I think there was a few more guys cited, but um, cops some um, some minor fines, you know, minor in their book, major for me. But um, yes, yeah, so that was the major sticking point for the suspensions. The crush attack tackles really been. The, um, I guess, the headline grabber of late, hasn't it? We lost Angus last week, and we've lost three guys this week for it, or two guys this week for it. So, um, they're just trying to really rub out that grubbiness in the game, and I think it's great.
1: Look, mate, this is an NRL three hundred and sixty. It's just a casual uh, <laughs> NRL Super Coach Talk podcast. So let's let's just keep the the all the pundit chat for the pundits. Let's move along to the uh, uh, the news of the week, and let's jump straight into the teams. All right, like you lead us away with the Panthers first to storm. What's happening there?
0: yeah, so the Panthers are pretty much named as uh they were last week, but as I said at the start, Cleary's sort of under a big cloud um they're going to give him up to the final uh final hour, sort of team list named to to prove he's able to go but um it, we're lucky it's the first game of the round, Matt Burton's sitting there on the extended reserves, so he'll be a straight swap in for um Cleary. Um, other than that, Appy was out last week late. Um, the news came in before their game. He's broken his wrist, so he's out for about five more weeks. Mitch Kenny took his place and he'll continue to play that role. He played 80 minutes last week, so he looks like a, a decent play, but he's uh, 310K, so it's a bit of a uncomfortable position to have him. Uh, for the Storm, Kafusi's out, obviously, when we just spoke about that. So Tom Eisenhuth replaces him out wide. Um, Tyson Smoothie has been dropped to the reserves, and um, Penne, Aaron Penne and Nico Hines are coming back onto the
1: Penne bench. Penne Yeah,
0: that's it. So he'll get his first run of the year to um, on the bench to sort of backfill Kafusi in a roundabout way, and Nico Hines is now the um, utility for the Storm.
1: Interesting. Yeah, there's a, this should be a cracking game to start the round. Um, I mean, the, the storm are pretty much locked and loaded. You kind of know what you're going to expect from there. They're thirteen, so um, too not too much to speak about, which you've just covered. I guess the only other things and aside on the Panthers is you've got, um, obviously Charlie Staines disappointing, and and I'm sure you guys will cover that tomorrow night. And then you've got Spencer Lettieri as well. If you don't own him, you're probably looking to bring him in this weekend. And then you've got Jerome Luai has just gone absolutely gangbusters, break even of sixteen. So, um, they're probably the players of note to speak about from the Storm and, uh, for the Panthers is them for. Um for the Storm, the only player that I'll probably just touch on right here is just Remus Smith, um, produced 37 points in, in uh, pure base last round. But a guy that has missed due, due to injury over the first couple of weeks, Branko Lee, uh, could be available for selection in round four. So probably a, a player that um, is, uh, maybe carries a little too much of a risk to be thinking about bringing him in.
0: The way I understand it, though, is that Brenko will come back into the centres and I'll probably push Remus back out um, on the wing for replacing George Jennings. So I think Jennings is the cover there for Brenko. Um, so Remus should hold his spot, if if my understanding is correct, and I'm obviously no coach whisperer, but um, if that's the way it goes, Remus will be a good play for the next few rounds. He's on the end of a potent back line, so he'll get some points just for falling across the line.
1: Yeah, lose the base, though, which is concerning and um, isn't rock-bottom price. But anyway, let's move on to the Dragons versus the Seagulls on Friday night. No changes for the men who gave plenty of love to a bunch of cowboy flops last weekend. Uh, which is uh, quite astounding for the Dragons. They've been known to be um, moving their side around a fair bit, heading on to the Sea Eagles. And uh, really, um, you got to feel sorry for those Sea Eagles fans. They can't take a trick. You've got Andrew Davy coming onto the edge, and now he's out with the season-ending ruptured ACL, and he's gone, um, well, for the season. He's been replaced by Josh Schuster, though, and that's an interesting one for me. Um, big watch, won't increase in price this week, um, but the uh, real interesting point there is he's available at 5.8, price at 200K. So if he can produce what he did again last weekend, which is 46 points in 76 minutes, then um, he's looking as a fantastic trade-in option, particularly for maybe like an underperforming Matt Moylan, Lowell. Uh, and then you've got the likes of a, a Lachlan Lamb or someone like that that you could be trading in as well. So um, a big watch there for me. Um, Seagull, Seagulls also have a lot of injuries to their edge forwards as well. So um, anything else you want to add to to those two teams, mate, or should we move along?
0: Uh, not much. I'm just on the Schuster point. Uh, my eyes lit up too when he was named, and I thought, great, I can get Moylan out, get rid of him, goodbye. Curtis Sirinen is due back in round six, though, so that could put a spanner in the works, but you should expect Schuster to still see some time off the bench
1: in any case. Well, the way that I look at it anyway is if he plays well, there's no reason why that he can't be pushing Kozyuski out of the side.
0: Well, except that he's not a noted um, second rower, from what I understand, he's more...
1: Have you seen the size of the bloke?
0: A big unit, huge unit, but yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, he's not going to play in any of the other positions. Uh, he's not going to play in, in the halves unless four runs down um, and then probably unlikely to play in hooker where he's been known to play as well. So um, I don't know. I think that um, they're running thin on stocks there. And, throw and him at you, lock. Um,
0: if he's a big unit yeah, and he can ball play. Throw him at lock. Move Jake Turbo into the middle and play um, Schuster at lock.
1: Yeah, potentially, potentially. Anyway, let's just hope he stays on that edge, mate. That would be lovely exactly. little cash cow out there. Moving along to um, what should be, um, uh, this well, this along with the Thursday night game, we've got some real crackers this weekend. Rabbitohs versus the Roosters Friday night in Stadium Australia. Actually, one of the things like it, we didn't speak, to it earlier is that is there a legitimate chance that some of these games could be getting called off?
0: I don't think so. I, from, I think the weather is clearing up as of sort of tomorrow. Um, hopefully, be a bit sunnier by the weekend. I looked through BOM today, um, as I could you know did my best weatherman impersonation, and it said there's something like fifteen to thirty percent rain due this um, expected this weekend. Chances of so it's going to be a lot drier than this past weekend. Hopefully it um, stays clear and really hopefully for all those people that are struggling down, you know, Penrith and Sydney and all those sorts of places that are flooding out and they can keep safe for the next week
1: while everything gets cleaned up. Agree with you, Lakey. Agree with you. Very nice sentiments there. Rabbitohs versus the Roosters. Uh, so for the Rabbitohs, you've got Josh, Josh Mansoor coming back into the side for Paula, who's out through concussion. Adam Reynolds will need to pass um, concussion protocols to play. And today, some news around Latrell Mitchell as well. He left training early um, but has been named. Um, there's been multiple reports on Twitter about that, but hasn't been too much news coming out to know anything further. Do you know much more than that? Uh, I
0: heard that he went off injured, he was clutching a wrist, and I also heard that... Um, he's just been given the early mark by Wayne Bennett. Benji Marshall came out and just said uh, something along the lines of latrell has got Bennett wrapped around his little finger so he can get away wow. with anything, and and Bennett's given him an early mark.
1: Why now? <laughs> what is that? I'm
0: like <laughs> just there.
1: enjoying my sound bites. Wow, it's good news. Anyway, uh, moving along to the Roosters. Um, so Victor Bradley has been named to return. That's That's fantastic. I think his last game was round seven. Last year, um, so he will start from the bench, and I think it's going to be too long before he we see him starting to get some bigger minutes in the starting side. Angus Crichton also returns from suspension, and uh, I actually made the move to trade him out last weekend. Mate, it was a, um, uh, I would say I probably had three to four beers under my belt, so the Dutch courage was there, and I looked and I um, traded in my mate TBJ, so he's in my side. Crichton out, but I'll be looking to bring. Crichton back in, uh, although that he uh, he won't raise, rise in price until round four. So it um, looks like um, if you don't own him, as a player that you probably want to get over the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, and I know many people made that move once Matto news came in. So they thought get Crichton out for somebody, get the extra points this week and then trade Matto to Crichton next week. So it's not a bad ploy, just means you're um, moving an extra trade. Sort of that you weren't expecting to, but it's a, it was a nice little loophole that you could have exploited.
1: It, it is. Um, and then with the likes of like a Mitch Barnett this available this week, it's kinda of like, well, do I just wait another week for Crichton or um do you bring a, a Mitch Barnett in um of the belief that he's gonna be a season long keeper? Because you've kind of already burnt a trade. you're only burning too many of those ones going forward. So Yeah, exactly. Um, it's an interesting interesting time, but um, I've got a few points there on is uh, Lindsay Collins and uh, Tupanua as well who have been outstanding over the opening uh, two weeks. Um, and, uh, and then uh, on the, the bottom side of it is on Lamb. What do we do with him, mate? Are you going to be holding on or, or um, chopping him off?
0: Uh, well, my starting five eights to to come into the year were Lock Lamb and Matt Moylan, so I'm getting rid of the bigger problem there to start with. Lamb I thought was okay on without being spectacular. He still he knocked over a forty, which wasn't great, but it's better than he did the first week. So he got a little bit more involved until he gets the boot for Sam Walker, which I think will happen probably in the next month or so, if not sooner. Um, just write it out. He's not going to lose you too much money if he keeps knocking over forties, and then you can trade him down to someone.
1: Yeah, he's probably one of my trade out candidates this week and and next. I just don't, he's not bottom priced, three hundred k, very awkward, and, and that cash can be used elsewhere, as the way I'm looking at it. But um, plenty of decisions to be made. Let's move on to the Raiders versus the Warriors. For the Raiders, it's massive news with Jared Croker having been named to make his first game, uh, plays first game of the year, and he replaces replaces Sebastian Chris, who's um, I thought been pretty good. Um, scored a try last week. No, he had it was um, one that was reversed, but he's looked okay. So um, could feel himself to be a little bit unlucky. Unlucky, he drops down to the reserves. Anything else there on the Raiders that you want to touch on?
0: No, I just want to echo your sentiments on Chris. There, I, I thought um, he's been one of their better players in the first two weeks. Bailey Simonson was a concern. Everyone started with him being basement price, but. Croker was always coming back into the centre. So I think Chris is just a victim of his uh, positioning there.
1: Yeah, look, I haven't actually minded Simonson's games at all. I think they've been pretty good. Um, he seems to be looking for more work than he previously had had been. Um, so I, I think that it's not too long before there's a big score sk- there. They just need to start um, scoring a few more points. The Raiders, um, is a there- a guy there that I'm so happy to see doing well, though, Ryan James. He's flying at the moment. Um, the poor guy has, has suffered a fair bit over the past couple of years with injury, um, but but um, he's been outstanding. It's a try. That line break last week was sensational. So, I'd love to bring him into my side this week, but I'm just struggling to to find the trades to do it over a few of the other moves I need to make. Is he someone that you started with? I know the People's team did, but are you looking to to bring him in?
0: No, I've got to look to bring him in. I I touted him all off-season and then just went against my own judgment to start the year, but... I've always thought like James was one of our first picked only, you know, two seasons ago when he was healthy. So I always thought he could get back up there, but whether he's going to get the minutes with a concern and he's still got the um, the double core, come- hanging over his head. They'll be back next week or the week after. So there'll be a bit of an interest there and in how he goes, but yeah, he's been fantastic for them. He's 230 K. So my thought of sort of thoughts at the moment is I'll miss him this week. He'll rise a bit, obviously um, with a very, um, nice break-even he's got there, negative uh, fifty-two, I believe it is. And then, um, and then he'll kick on up, and, and hopefully I can maybe swing another underperformer for him next week.
1: Yeah, I mean that Staines trade you can make pretty easily if you've got Cape Well in your second row, um, and um, Staines has been underperforming, but it is a bit of a risky move, move because all he needs to do is one light breaker to try, and then you kind of really ruined that you've traded him out. Uh, Moving along to the Warriors, absolute carnage there is what we spoke about at the start with CHT and also JTB um, out. um, CTHT obviously missing for a longer period of time, but that sees Bunty and Foa come in a prop uh, for JTB. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan next Bronco will start uh, in the halves. Um, don't get too excited there, Warriors fans. And then you got Jack Murchie returning from injury on the bench as well. So plenty happening there for the Warriors who have been um, pretty good to start the season, you have to say.
0: Yeah, they were they were impressive last week. They pushed um, my boys right to the end. It was only some Brad and Best brilliance that got, got us over the line. I thought the Warriors were gonna steal it, but a bit surprised about O'Sullivan. He's obviously up the pecking order a bit more, but I thought Paul Turner was the, the next big thing in halves at the Warriors and I you know, it would have been really nice for us. He's got 5'8", then centre wing eligibility and he's a little bit cheaper, so that would have been real handy.
1: What are your thoughts on Toe Harris? He's had a monster um a couple of weeks, sixty-six and an eighty-five. Um, his basis at sixty-three points per game. That's just cracking. I was a little bit concerned, particularly last week, to see what uh Tavanga had done, uh was going to do, but um proved not to cause too many issues. I think Harris played uh, about 73 minutes, uh, yeah. which is down for the 80 that he played in round one. But looks like he's going to be um, pretty much in for top five, centre wing. isn't going to increase in price too much this week. Second row. Uh, yeah, second row. But if you're looking for someone to a Ryan Madison replacement, then um, Toew has to be right at the top of that list.
0: Absolutely. He's still playing big minutes in the middle. He got a bit of a spell at the back end of the first half and then once Jazz comes on, um, Tohu moves out wide where he can get a few more attacking stats. But again, going to be a, another premier second rower for your season.
1: All right, mate. Let's just take a very quick break there before we jump into our next game.
0: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honouring highly requested new colours for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind.
1: Okay, we're back back with the Broncos versus the Bulldogs Saturday night. And I think, as I've said in my team's analysis uh, verbatim, thankfully I'll be either finishing my round of golf or on my way out for dinner so I'll be able to avoid this absolute pigsty of a game. Is there any anywhere, way anywhere else to describe this?
0: No, no, this is sort of a spoon clash at the moment.
1: This is terrific.
0: Yeah, yeah, but we got a few of those this year. We've already had a couple, but this is this is really a bad one. If there's nothing else of a silver lining for you, it's that the Broncos are well in with a chance of beating the Bulldogs, but even that, oh, you, you wouldn't hang your hat on it.
1: Well, mate, considering you've got three kids, this is perfectly in the middle of witching hour for you. So um, I think that you'd rather be um, yeah, doing I'll, what you need to over that period of time. And- and-
0: Doing bars and stuff,
1: yeah. Watching watching this piece of crap. That's it.
0: Get some brownie points up.
1: And, uh, oh, mate, I've got no idea what Kevy's doing here. They've um, named the starting same starting 7-13 as, as last week. Surely there's got to be some changes. All the talk's been around, um, Tom did, and he's been named to the number 18 jersey. You've still got Milford and uh, and Brody Croft there, so who knows what's happening. But expect late changes here would be my um, only word of caution. Um for, I mean, for the Broncos, it was great to see Tessie and uh, also Ricky last week put in some great performances. Um, they're going to get some nice prize rises now. The, the other one of interest too for me was Jermaine Sarco, uh, with 80 points. So um, he's priced pretty well. Disappointing opening start, but if he can keep um, putting scores up like that, then people are going to take interest um, uh, pretty soon. Uh, moving on to the Bulldogs, you've got RFM, which we spoke about before. He's going to be missing 20 weeks of a broken foot, so shocking luck for him. Uh, Corey Waddell comes into the starting side, and then you've got Katoa replacing DWZ on the wing, and then the other Katoa, Sioni, uh, will start a hooker uh, for Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, the only point of note there that I'll just make is Josh Jackson. He's been incredible over the past two weeks with scores of 57 and 75, all coming from base. So just an absolute worker, priced at 439K, and he just joins probably about another five guys that are just uh, massively. Um, Well, massive options now at the mid price of territory, the 400 to 500. There's plenty of guys there now to look at. And um, I think it looks like being one of the safer ones for us to ride until we can upgrade to a a second-row forward keeper. What are your thoughts?
0: 100% mate, I agree with you there. Jackson was always a huge worker. So putting him in the middle where he was going to get a bunch of base stats was just a a genius play, I think. Um, The only concern was what Elliott was going to do, but they've happily – Ridden Jackson throughout the middle for his time, and he's just delivering. If you've taken a punt
1: on him to start the year, bravo, um, well done. So oh, yeah, yeah that's acceptable. what his owners are saying right now. Oh yeah, let's move on to the Eels versus the Sharks, mate. Saturday night, Bank West Stadium at Parramatta, seven thirty. It's uh, hopefully it's not flooding, and we can actually get some footy in. Um, Ryan Madison is out due to concussion, and he's been replaced in the starting size. Well, well, say a guy that. Um, I think it was a hype player a couple of years, but Isaiah Papali has just been fantastic um, off the bench, and now he gets his his opportunity to start in the number twelve jersey. And then you've got Ray Stone who comes uh, onto the bench. So they're the main changes, or the only changes for Parramatta. What takes your fancy here?
0: Um, just Nia still stills playing in centres inside Blake Ferguson. So hopefully they can develop a bit of a combination uh, for any Fergo owners. You still got um, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses on opposite sides of the field. Moses come out this week and said, "You know, bring it." So he wants to stay over there and, and develop something. Um, as far as the forwards go, as you spoke, Papali is now on the uh, what was Matto playing on the left second row, um, but he's not a huge minute guy. Um, so maybe Nathan Brown. Jags a few more minutes. they got to leave him out there a bit longer to cover some players and he can get a few more stats and and pump his scores up. But I don't see it um, impacting the team hugely. Um, Papali is not going to be a must-have now. Sean Lane still not a must-have. Junior Polo is just destroying teams and becoming one of the top two or three front rollers in the competition. Do you have him?
1: I do not. I do not. Um, it definitely was a guy that I was looking at um, before the season started. Um, and, and it's just a bit tricky, right, because you, I think you probably have got the same two guys as me as in TKO and also uh, Welch. I mean, to be able to get um, Paulo and yours, have to side trade one of those, which you're not going to do, and, and unless um, either of those guys just starts to really underperform. Um, you can't really make a case for that. So uh, Unfortunately, I'll just have to wait, I think, until one of my, my cows fatten up nicely and then um, and then make the upgrade.
0: Yeah, that's it. And so you've got Payne Haas that we didn't mention before, but he's due back next week for the Broncos. So He's um, the cream of the crop in that front row position. So he'll be one of the um, targets for the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, limited position in the front row, and you don't want to waste too many guys sitting on your um,
1: bench in that position. No, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, you don't. What, what are your thoughts on uh, Reed Mahoney? He's obviously had a, an outstanding start to the year, playing 80 minutes, producing 58 points in, in base. Um, all the attacking stats have been there um, and, um, you know, he's going to earn a fair amount of coin. Um, he's 100K more expensive than Bradley or there, thereabouts. Um, can you justify that or if you didn't own both of those you'd be going to Brayley.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. I don't have either, and I'm going to go with Brayley just for the um, price difference. But I can absolutely justify getting Reid Mahoney. He's getting, as you said, 58 in base, and pretty much 50 of those is with tackles every week. Um, And he's taken on more of the responsibility of the kicking games and running the ball and setting guys up now. So if he can keep that going, and that's his role in the team, he's... I think he's generally a f- mid-50s averager across the years. He's going to bump that up to mid-60s easy.
1: And what's happening at the Sharks, mate?
0: Not a whole lot, really. Um, Connor Tracy comes in. Um, Marwini Herodi, I believe I've pronounced that probably awfully. But he, Not was, for me. he was hooked halfway through the game last week um, in the loss to Canberra. So Tracy replaces him. Who they're pretty much only covering time until Jesse Romian comes back after he got um, suspended for a couple of weeks. You mentioned at the top of the pod, CSC Telekai is um, a couple of weeks away still. That keeps getting pushed out. But other than that, the only thing of interest is uh, Andrew Fafita still sitting in the resies and um, Sean Johnson due back in, what, six weeks? Something like that. So he'll provide another avenue for a, a decent half. But how he returns from Achilles injury, it's going to be a huge watch.
1: Moving along to the Knights and the Tigers. So we've got Kurt Mann is set uh, to play. He was laid out last week. Phoenix Crossland is dropping out due to suspension. Um, now, that's probably the only thing really to talk to there about the Knights. The big talking points this week is what to do with Mitch Barnett and Jaden um, you Do you own both of them or were you looking to bring them in? I'm looking to
0: bring them both in. I was a bit sceptical on how they were going to go. I tend to favour the Knights and so I try to um, temper my expectations for them and try not to have too many guys in my team just, you know, in case my team does fail like they have so many times before and I don't want to be all my eggs in the one basket, but they're both doing extremely well. So they're hard to leave out at this stage.
1: Yeah, they have. Um, And, I mean, I I don't own either. I think I'll I'll be definitely bringing in Braley for – for probably Nathan Brown this week and saving the Maddo trade until next week uh, just on the basis that um, that um, Brown's going to lose a, a fair amount of cash. I might rethink that depending on what my 17 looks like. But um, the concern for me is what happens when Caleb Ponga returns um, in the next two weeks. Does he take over the goal kicking or um, does the, the sheer fact that Barnett, Barnett has been kicking so well mean that the full-time kicking duties has taken off um, Ponga? Um, so it's a real question mark there because I think you're left with either a guy that's going to be a season-long keeper, a second row that's getting through 45 or so base points per game, plus 12 or so um, for goal-kicking. He's doing some other fantastic stuff as well. Um, you've got a keeper outside of a guy that's going to be a 55 to 60 second row forward and mixed in with probably about 20 other guys that are going to produce the same. So you're going to have to like likely to trade him out. So... Um, it's a bit of a dilemma for me, I think Barry Tua, you made as well said that um big chance if he keeps nailing from the them from the sideline was his response to a a guy that asked if there's any chance if um uh if Barnett will be kicking goals upon Ponga's return, so um that's something to um that kind of is swaying me to maybe taking the risk with Barnett because you surely don't want to miss out on that price rise that he's gonna get and over the next couple of weeks, mate, you've got the Tigers versus the Dragons. So, plenty of points there for the Knights and I want a piece of that I think.
0: Yeah, exactly right. So, Barnett only came out a week or so ago and said he was holding the tee for Ponga until he gets back but the noise is coming louder and louder that he should hold it considering what he's doing. So, it's hard to argue that he should. He's been amazing in that respect. And,
1: you know, and there's an argument there as well that it could take some of the pressure off Ponga as well.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And Ponga's not a dead-eye dick that you know, everyone thinks he should be because we want his super coach points. But when you look at his skull kicking for what it is, he's not the best kicker in the league. So maybe he can just give it up. He can just focus on what he can do best, which is attacking mm-hmm. footy.
1: Agree. Um, and I think, um, well, if Barnett can keep it, that's certainly going to be better for us than supercoach this year because I can't see anybody shifting a pappy or a teddy to a ponger. Uh, potentially, and you've also got turbo back. So, um, if we where we want those points moving to, it's probably to Barnett, was going to be better for us all. Uh, let's move to the Tigers. There's been plenty of changes um, happening here. Joey Lalua has been dropped, with James Roberts returning to the starting side, and Zane Musgrove also returns, replaces Joe O um, at prop after he's fantastic. Uh, week and um, I think some of the Tigers fans might be um, seeing a bit of the frustration that the Broncos supporters have seen over the past couple of seasons with Joe's uh, inconsistent performances, may we say.
0: Yeah, the biggest news for that move for me is that Stefano Utok... Stefano, on, you, mate, you've got it. We've got all day. Utok-Kamanu. <laughs> it should... It, it might impact him more than anything else because you now you look at it, you've got Musgrove Tamo. Offer and Michele on the bench there. So all these middle forwards, we were sort of relying on um, Stefano to get 30, 35 minutes a game and sort of a one PPM. But if they come and steal some minutes, that's going to hurt a little bit.
1: Yeah. I hadn't actually thought about that. I had wrote that um, I'm expecting him to probably play around 35 minutes um, around about that. But um, you make a good point. I mean, they do still have uh on the bench so um that could mean that um that there's still minutes um uh to be had but yeah you make a valid point but still he's he's going to earn cash and um be a slow burn i think even if it's a 100 grand that's that's fine
0: that's it and that's all we're expecting from him anyway
1: let's move to the cowboys versus the titans um what is going on with the cowboys mate it's a sad state of affairs up there you've got Tell a guy who replaces uh the suspended uh Kyle felt and um yeah it's kind of a weird sight seeing Kyle felt out of this cowboys team I haven't really seen too much of that um recently and then Val Holmes uh was the talk only talking point that I really had um for uh, the cowboys so sixty one points and he looks like he's taking over the goalkeeping duties again as well um there so there'll be something that's interesting to watch and then lastly. Ruben Cotter is, um, has kept Josh McGuire out of the starting side. I think that was a late switch before the start of the game last weekend. So um, that's probably one to monitor um, going forward.
0: Yeah, that's it. And Cotter is not someone you can target because um, Lolo is going to be back in about five weeks. So he's not going to do a huge job for you and he's not going to be a huge scorer. Valentine Holmes is an interesting one taking up the goal kicking, which helps his cause a little bit. But out on the wing, you just can't go near him. Um, But in saying that, Drinkwater's been far from special at the back. So I think it's only a matter of time before Val's back there in the number one. And he's got something like 120 break even at the moment. So he's going to drop some cash um, in the next couple of weeks. It could be just a juicy trade-in once he does get that number one on his back.
1: You could. And I think I had read reports. I think Jack Clifford's on his way out. And, and is he heading to the Knights next year? He
0: is heading to the Knights next year, yeah.
1: So that's another interesting one there as well, right? Like do they – and I'm, I'm sure they just want the, the points this year. But, um, you know, if the long-term option is is Vel, do they just give him the, the goal kick now and just persist if he's going to be the long-term option?
0: Well, that's it. And if Clifford's not going to be there next year, put Drinkwater back in the halves. If that's going to be your plan, put Vel at the back.
1: Indeed. Let's move on to the Titans. I can sense this being a bit of a uh, a great way to finish the weekend as a Broncos fan, watching the Titans get destroyed uh, by the Titans, who I do have a bit of a soft spot. I think everybody has a little bit of a soft spot after what they've been through over the past decade or so. Uh, Ash Taylor is out for a few weeks with a hand injury and has been replaced in the halves by Atana Boyd, so they're the only changes. Um I know. I, I think I said it last week to you. You picked the Dave Fafita, but one. But I can sense a, a massive Tino game um, this weekend. He hasn't quite lived up to the hype with, with scores of sixty and forty-six. Um, but they've all been in base. So there's a big game just around the corner, and potentially it's it's against this Cowboy side that um, uh, could really just let him just run all it all over him.
0: Tino was a funny one last week. He was in everything against the Broncos and um, just the points didn't come. But um, so, yeah, I agree with you. Something around the corner. With David Fafita, um, going back a week in the pouring rain and Billy Kickow um, playing through a hia too, so he missed 15 minutes of the game, Um, he scored 123 points running at the um, right edge defense of the Cowboys, which is where Dave Fafita is going to be playing this week. So it's... um, my eyes are lighting up.
1: Yeah, mate. I'm I'm pretty jealous for the owners out there uh not being one myself because he hasn't he hasn't missed a beat since uh, making the transfer and uh I tell you what, it's a little bit heartbreaking as a Broncos fan.
0: Is that why you don't have him? Just out of spite?
1: No, no, I just you can't fit them all in, mate. You can't fit That's them true. all in. That's true. This is true. Well they're all the teens, mate, and I just want to congratulate you. Um there we go. There's a little cheer. Thirty-nine minutes. Um, see what happens when JT is not on board. Efficiency.
0: Efficiency. You're getting through to the point, but yeah. Say so JT and I do love a bit of a waffle. It's good fun.
1: You do, you do, and it's great. I'm looking forward to listening to you boys tomorrow uh, or Thursday. It'll be. Um, so, uh, how are we going to close this one out? Any final takeaways or anything that you want to add, mate?
0: Um, Just use your trades this week, I think. It's a very important week. I was kind of against it last week. Um, I was on the save trade bandwagon, but this week, use them. Fix up your team as much as you can before those price changes.
1: Good stuff. So you've got an article coming out. It's going to be tomorrow or on Thursday. I know you boys were thinking about swapping it around, but either way, it's going to be coming out over the next two days. Captain... uh, yep. article which you cannot miss um, and uh, I think the the people stand with doing pretty well thanks to your suggestions mate and uh, I know that the voting's been happening within that for the captain and I think we've nailed it the, the past two weeks like everybody else that owns Teddy but still good stuff.
0: Yeah mate, so it's hard to go past Teddy at the moment isn't he? I thought he was going to be is. swimming last week and he still you know made his way over for two tries so he's going to break all sorts of records this year.
1: Incredible. But uh, yeah, everything else coming up on the site, uh, the podcast coming out tomorrow, then we finish up with uh, buy, sell, hold, and also with Styles' late mail, and then into another fantastic round. Hopefully, um, the rain subsides and um, people can um, make sure they're, they're healthy and, and everything's okay. And um, the footy is back for the weekend because it's, uh, it's only round three. We've got a long season to go.